really does piss me off because you know what you want to fucking win you want to push the standard you want to be that last guy past the finish line just before the checkered flag drops you want to be the Ayrton Senna respect level that and that's exactly what you should be aiming for Peter yo 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 everyone Welcome back. It is Grand Prix Hungary Grand Prix review time, baby. Wow, I thought that was a really, really interesting weekend, guys. Now, the race itself, quite boring. Yes, I'm not going to deny it. Very boring race. Very dominant win by Verstappen, in fairness to the Red Bull and Verstappen. So we're going to come back to that in a minute. But quite a bit to talk about here, guys. Quite a bit to talk about today. Interesting Grand Prix, and I like it because it really does show how different tires react with different cars. And the wonderful thing, I mean, you see even Bottas put it on fucking pole for a little while yesterday in qualifying one. Now, if anybody missed the qualifying, you're not sure exactly what I'm on about. So basically, Formula One came out with this new idea this weekend. And the idea was to, I suppose, make things fairer in qualifying. So what happened was all drivers had to use hard tires for qualifying one, medium tires for qualifying two, and the soft for qualifying three. So many of you would think that, oh, well, okay, you know, like makes things fairer, right? Like where everybody's going to be having the same, same advantage or disadvantage. Yes and no, guys. The problem here is, is that... It can be a great thing for some teams and it can be a problem for others. So in other words, your car could be really, really good on soft tires. You start going to hard tires, there's your problem. But the problem here is that you've got to understand and the teams would always try to uh, try to understand why they don't have good grip or they've got bad grip or this or that on different compounds. Because some cars can come out of the factory here, guys, and they can be so good with grip, that they've too much fucking grip. So in other words, the car actually goes better on harder compounds, right? Now, in theory, no, but sometimes that actually does go that way, you know? Now, the teams can adjust, of course, but what I liked about yesterday is, like you could see, who was it? Zohan, is it? Zo or I can never remember his name, the guy, the Alfa Romeo dude. Um, and then you got Badass for Alfa Romeo. Like, those two boys here yesterday, like, like they were on fucking pole in second position, I think. Was it your man, Zoe, when he was on second or third or whatever he fuck he was? Um, but th- and that was on the hard tires. And what I liked about it, too, is you could see, like, Verstappen was quite dominant in qualifying two. But when it came to qualifying three, you just saw Hamilton pip him. So, yes, Hamilton was quick around there. The car is very, very good, obviously for medium and slow speed corners. Now, I wouldn't really even say medium speed. There's one or two medium speed corners. Um, but let's just go with slow to medium speed corners. Um, you could definitely see it was a good, uh, very good balance overall for Hamilton. That car was was really good. Now, we're going to talk about Russell and the qualifying fuck up he had yesterday. And we're going to talk about that in a minute as well. But definitely, if Russell got his, got his act together yesterday, those two boys could have been on the front row together. I genuinely think that they, they their cars very very good on slow speed corners. Problem is they're going to Spa next weekend, and that's a high speed track, and we're going to talk about that in a little while. 
So that's going to be uh, that's going to be a challenge. I genuinely think. I think that Hamilton and Russell they've got a quite a good balance on the car. They've got quite a good balance, but high speed tracks like Spa next weekend they're going to struggle. Maybe I'm wrong, and for all you Mercedes fans out there, well I'm sure you'll be hoping I'm wrong too as well, but. I, I don't think so. I think they're going to struggle at uh, at Spa. But we will see. Now, the fucking qualifying. What the hell was that shit about? Like, you see, guys, the problem here with qualifying is that Ayrton Senna was the god, okay, at qualifying. He was the last man past the finish line right at the end with, like, three seconds to go. Now, why do drivers wait that long? Well, actually, most of the drivers don't because they're like fucking sheep, man. They're following each other. The moment a car goes on the fucking track, everybody starts to panic. Do you ever notice that? They all start to panic and then they go, oh shit, we gotta go on the track too. We're gonna. There's no planning here. I'm dead fucking serious, guys. There's no planning. What they wanna be doing is being the last man past the start finish line with three seconds to go. Okay? They cross the finish line in qualifying three. They're the last person, they go over the start-finish line, and three seconds later, the checkered flag comes out. Right? Now, why do they sh- should they be doing that? Because the longer the session goes on for, the more grip that gets laid down on the track. The more grip that gets laid down on the track, the quicker the track goes. Okay? So, very simply put, what they should be doing is ideally on a Friday of a Grand Prix weekend, in practice fucking one, these dipshits don't do this it's very simple practice one your very first lap coming out in practice one from the moment you actually put the car from neutral into gear you stop you turn on the stopwatch and you time and you stay at a certain speed right because you have to stay at a a minimum speed let's say right all the way around the lap because then at least you know how to do this right and how long it's going to take you to do this lap. So you put the stopwatch on, you leave the pit lane, the pit garage, bang, stopwatch comes on, you go around for your warm-up lap, you cross the finish line, the moment you go across the finish line, you stop the clock. Now, you're gonna time, and you're gonna see how long it's gonna take you from the pit lane garage to the fucking start line to start your last lap for qualifying three, right? That's exactly what they should be fucking doing. But no, you could see all those fucking dipshits yesterday queuing up behind each other like fucking amateurs guys and i'm being serious here absolute amateur hour yesterday and these are the best drivers in the world (laughs) jesus christ give me a break like it was ridiculous george russell fucked the lap up himself i mean and honestly guys i know and i'm probably sounding angry here and it, it does it really does piss me off because you know what? You want to fucking win. You want to push the standard. You want to be that last guy past the finish line just before the checkered flag drops. You want to be the Ayrton Senna respect level. That, and that's exactly what you should be aiming for. Sorry, guys. I'm getting very fucking worked up here. But <laughs> these guys are meant to be the best drivers in the world. These teams are meant to be the best in the world. And they are not even timing it. Now, here's the thing. Would that have helped George Russell yesterday? Probably. Because everybody followed each other onto the track. And guess what happened? 
No clear run. Now, of course, this can go against you too. I mean, you could, let's say, you could time this, right? You could time this and do everything properly. And all of a sudden, you go past that start-finish line and something happens and you get held up, right? Now, the thing is, you could be watching the pit line telemetry as well, right? So in other words, okay, guys, so we know it's going to take a minute 47 to go from here to the start-finish line. Okay, this is exactly what we need, right? And... What's going to happen then is you do your loud lap, but then all of a sudden you could get caught up just passing the start-finish line. Somebody could be fucking around, or you could, you know, somebody could pull out in front of you, God knows what. But at least if you're watching the telemetry, you know how many cars are on fucking track, you know where they are positioned-wise, and trust me, guys, there's some strategists here, mathematicians that work in these teams. I'm sure they could figure this shit out. Jesus Christ, man. Anyway, anyway. So, guys, that was qualifying. And I'm sorry, guys, if I'm getting very worked up here. Um, it just, it drives me mental. It drives me fucking mental. Why not? They're not pushing each other. And McLaren. Here we go again. Eighth place trophy horse shit. Jesus Christ, man. Are you joking me? Really? Is this what really, guys, you're going to celebrate for another second? You're McLaren. Stop popping out champagne, would you? Now, gotta hand it to Zach Brown in fairness, though. At least Zach Brown didn't look like he was enjoying himself that much when he was interviewed afterwards. And what I like about Oscar Piastri doesn't seem very bothered, doesn't seem very phased that he finished in fifth, right? Now, he was in podium, second and third position at one stage, which was great for McLaren. And don't get me wrong, guys, I'm a big McLaren fan here. You know, Senna, Prost, Hakkinen, these guys used to be legends of the sport. They used to race for McLaren. I'm a huge fan of them, of theirs. So, you know, it, it, it's great to see them there again. It really is. Just stop the eighth place trophy bullshit. Everyone's a winner. Attitude garbage, okay? Just stop with that crap. <laughs> you finish second, dudes. You finish second, okay? Now, yes, like two weeks ago at Silverstone, Excuse me, guys. Be happy. And I do think it was definitely an important leap for them because if you remember, guys, what I was saying before Hungary is that, yes, they're obviously good at high-speed tracks with their new update. Well, they're good for now anyway. Uh, Upgrade, sorry. And they're good for now. But the problem is you go to slow-speed tracks, will they have the correct balance? Now, I was a bit concerned about that, if you remember. And they clearly have the pace. Now, they're not as quick as Verstappen, of course. We can see, you know, the Red Bull Verstappen car is just so fucking dominant. It's unbelievable. Um, Adrian Newey just got that car clocked, man. Clocked. And um, it's going to be hard to, to, to take them down this year. I mean, I, I really, at this stage now, guys, we're past the halfway. Can anyone bring the fight to Verstappen? You're going here with, it's over. You know, and I hate saying it, guys, you know. We want some mix-ups here, but they just look bulletproof, Red Bull, right now. Absolute fucking bulletproof. Verstappen's got one unbelievable. In fact, let me just look up the the points here now, guys. Let me just double-check what they are. But, I mean, he's got an unbelievable lead, like, absolutely unbelievable. Like, 281 points versus Perez at 171. Jesus. 110 points, guys. 110. He could sit at home for the next four races. And he'd still have a lead 
coming out of thing. <laughs> it's incredible, guys. And now let's see if I look at the uh, the constructors. The constructors, jeez, where do they get now? They're four, jeez, they're at four fifty-two versus Mercedes two two three. So what's that? That's uh, two hundred and twenty-nine points. They are ahead. Guys, that's one hell of a lead. All right, and let's look at the schedule now, okay? We've got the full schedule. Let's click on that. So we've got uh, Spa coming up next week, which is great. Back-to-back -back races, baby. So we'll be back again on the episode, guys, previewing Spa, where I actually won before in Formula Ford. So I've got good, very, very good local knowledge of that track. Um, Belgium, 28th, 30th July. So we've got Netherlands, Italy, Singapore, Japan, Qatar, United States. Oh, that's the Vegas one. Woohoo! That's going to be... Oh, no, no, that's not the Vegas one. Sorry. Um, that's going to be a great one. That's the Houston one, isn't it? Yeah, Houston. Uh, Mexico, Brazil, United States, 16th and 18th of November, baby. Vegas, baby! Woohoo! Viva! Vegas is going to be one fucking hell of a race, lads. And you know something? Like, he's got... Verstappen has got a 110-point lead. So he's got four rounds spare. So in other words, he could have... Uh, I'm trying to... Sorry now, guys. I'm trying to do the calculation in my head. So he's got four. So in other words, if he finishes... If he wins the United States Grand Prix on 20th of October... Uh, 22nd of October, sorry... If he wins Houston, there's four rounds to go. He could actually sit at home for the next four rounds and still be champion. Now, actually, it's probably... Forgive me, lads. My calculation is off. I'm hungover today now. I was out with the, on the piss with the lads there last night. Oh, yeah. Did anybody have these porn star martinis? Oh, lads. I'm telling you. Come here. They're, those things are lethal, like. Lethal. And they're so lovely, in fairness. Oh, they're lovely tasting. Christ. But too many. Too many. I can barely do this today. Fuck. Um, okay. So, uh, Red Bull. Red Bull had some upgrades as well, guys. I'm going to try and get some more, more news on that now in the next few days. And obviously, I'll keep you updated. Uh, but as you know, guys, you know, the, tr the, the teams, you, I think you know yourselves, the teams really try and keep it under wraps now. Formula1.com are showing a video here. And let's just have a quick listen. Tech Talk. Can Red Bull get even better? So, okay, they're showing a bit of tech news. Obviously, it's coming up. Uh, Hungary's cooling solutions. Okay, I will not worry that. Uh, let's see now. This isn't going to play for me for some reason. Uh, typical. Always when we do the thing, huh? Jesus Christ. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, ad. Christ. Um, what was I going to say to you guys? Yeah, let's just keep an eye on this, on this video now. And we're going to see if, there, if we can get any information. I think it's a side pod. A side pod update. Oh, here we go. It's masterpiece. Quite frankly, it's a work of art. The Red Bull RB19 has not been beaten this season. Two different drivers have won driving this design. 
but it's a design that is changing. Red Bull are trying to make them unbeatable right, to the shops or whatever. Complete redesign of the side pod inlet duct. The shape underneath it has been completely changed. Much bigger undercut right uh. along the floor edge. And we'll take a closer look at that in a moment. But I think it's really important to note okay, that so the side pods, dramatic guys. and drastic change to a car like the Red Bull is really, really important because a few people up and down the pit lane, myself included, didn't expect a huge amount of technical development on this car. And the reason for mm. that is Red Bull, of course, won the Constructors' Championship last year, which meant they got the smallest amount of CFD, the virtual wind tunnel, and real wind tunnel testing, the smallest amount of aerodynamic hmm. development for that cost cap penalty to be available. Okay. All of the coolers, all of the radiators, all of those heat exchangers, everything related to cooling the power unit has been changed. And the regulations are really interesting on this point because when you change those parts, when you develop new radiators, you develop new ducting underneath the bodywork, that does not come out of your wind tunnel or CFD testing allocation. You've got absolute freedom. You can develop, you spend as long okay. as you like in the wind tunnel developing the... You see, he's not telling us much here now. To be fair, like, you know, he's not going to really know. But, they're okay, new side pods, they've low or they've raised the side pod so to speak so the air is actually going through the side of the car a little bit better obviously uh but does it make it quicker or does it just cool the car like they didn't have an advantage guys remember you know hamilton still put the fucking thing on pole here so they didn't have an advantage here like if you if you think about it do you know what i mean so i don't think it's worked for them in terms of overall pace it hasn't because i mean they're still they've still been dominating anyway and if they did get a huge gap they would have put it on pole by probably a tenth or two you know what i mean like most teams would have that sort of gap if they really do come come with an actual really important and big upgrade on the car so very very important for them very very important to keep that engine cooled right especially for hungry like that place is like it's like a sauna that place i think the very humid weather i've never been in hungry now guys so i'm not sure but i think that's what i've heard before that it's humidity there is is very very heavy so you know cooling the car there is 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 a big thing now they're going to belgium next week and i know what the, the weather's like there i mean that place can be like ireland it could be pissing fucking rain there next weekend which is the nice thing and even in the middle of summer it could definitely be pissing rain uh it's bad which is fantastic so we're gonna anyway like yeah i won't get too carried away here I won't get too carried away we won't go th that far into the um we won't go that far into the into the future here and i will i'll be back on friday and i can talk about spa so guys really i mean there wasn't much there wasn't much you know going on with the um with the race it was quite a boring one in fairness wasn't it look let's just call it what it is now mclaren all this eighth place trophy horse shit really like, they gotta stop this they, somebody's gotta step in here lads you're mclaren lads right you finished second you didn't win the fucking thing you didn't win the championship calm down lads okay just calm the fuck down. Have your standards. Keep your standards. Start celebrating when you start winning races, lads. All right? Start celebrating when you start winning fucking races. And you can see it on Oscar Priastri's face. 
You know, that, that guy isn't jumping up and down for joy here. Now, he didn't finish on the podium. He obviously would have had a good result if he finished on the podium. And he would have been obviously happy. Now, I think Piastri is a winner guy. He wants to win. He's not happy with fucking fifth. I mean, in many ways, McLaren could be happy here. Because there's definitely progression. It was a huge, huge fucking race, race, uh, race event for them here, because it does prove that the car is actually good at slow speed tracks and high speed. <coughs> I'm sorry, guys. Excuse me. So it was definitely, definitely important for them to get that balance in now, and now they can probably have a bit of peace of mind knowing that okay well we worked we went well at silverstone lads are we gonna go well at slow speed tracks i mean even at the start of the year guys when, we, when i was talking about alonso you know i was thinking i was predicting that he'll go well at places like monaco um and he did but then he'd go to the next track the next week and he was nowhere and where the fuck have I, what have, what have happened to aston martin guys what's happened to alonso holy shit like Sorry, I just have some of my tea here. What happened them? In fairness, I did think Verstappen was... Uh, I, I did think Alonso was going to go well here at, the, at Hungary this weekend. They still have a good balance on the car. But shit, man. I don't know. Let's have a look at the, the positions here. Like, they finished 9th and 10th. Alonso in 9th. Stroll in 10th. Fuck me, man. Fuck me. Jesus Christ. All right, well, look, let's have a look at all the fucking drivers, the top 10 drivers. So, okay, Lance Stroll in 10th. Fernando Alonso, yeah, let's just knock two words at one stone here. Yeah, guys, I don't know what they're going to they're gonna do here. I mean, Strolls hasn't been at the races this year at all. Alonso's been creaming it, has been killing it. Obviously, Alonso's the number one driver here. Of course he is. He's going to be their number one for the rest of the year as well. Can they get back to getting on the podium? I think they can, but then again... I think they need to come with an upgrade, guys. I think they need to come with an upgrade here. Because this is just not fucking gonna work here, lads. Like, what the hell is going on? Now, don't even get me started about Ferrari. What the fuck is going on here, dude? Seventh and eighth? Are you joking me? What's going on? What is Vassar, the CEO guy? What the hell are they doing? Like, they had a quite a... Their car was quite good at the start of the year. And now it's nowhere? I don't get what's going on here, guys. What have they done? Have they not had an update, uh, an upgrade, sorry, where it just hasn't worked? Is that what's going on? Because they're going back. They're falling behind, lads. They are really falling behind. Russell and Mercedes, well, look, in fairness, look, he did start 18th and a dumbass fucking maneuver yesterday in qualifying. However, he did redeem himself to a degree, getting 6th. Wasn't the worst result, in fairness. It wasn't. Piastri in, in, uh, in fifth. I mean, he had a good race, you know? Like, I just don't know, like, all this eighth place trophy bullshit that they do, guys. You know, way too much celebrating for fucking having a second position here, you know? But anyway, they've got some great pro progress. I love the progression in, in the team. It's awesome. Uh, I think they're going to be they're gonna be sleeping well tonight. They've got a good balance in that car. It's, it's working well for them. Can they catch Red Bull? That's a different question. Hamilton, Mercedes. I mean, Hamilton must be killing himself today. 
uh, in the in the race when he just made a bad start. And in fairness, guys, you know, I've I was normally naturally a great starter off the line, very quick. I've made some fuck ups back in the day, so I know what it's like, you know. And Hamilton, he seems to be a good starter. He just made a mistake. He just made a mistake. So, yeah, unfortunately, he must be kicking himself. However, I wouldn't think he'd be kicking himself too hard, simply because they just don't have the pace. You know, Verstappen would have overtaken him. There's uh, no doubt about it, right? Even if Hamilton got a great start off the line, he led into turn one, he led on lap one. All it would take is Verstappen to just sit there, be patient, wait for for his moment, wait for maybe even DRS to kick in and overtake him on the main straight. Job done. Good luck. Bye-bye, Hamilton. Bye-bye, everybody else. You know, so um, Sergio Perez. Well, oh, hey, guys, isn't he back on form, isn't he? And did everybody hear about Christian Horner saying that he I think did he say don't quote me on this one, but he just needs a pat in the back or something. Really? He needs a pat in the back. Well, that was weird. Where was uh, Pierre Gasly's pat in the back only a few years ago when you were absolutely bullying him? Christian Horner absolutely bullying the shit out of Pierre Gasly. But for some reason, Sergio Perez has got some sponsorship money with him, financing Red Bull, and Sergio needs a hug. (laughs) Well, obviously he didn't say hug, but, you know, I mean, that's where we're going here. Like, next it's going to be, oh, well, look, lads, he just needs a a hug here, you know? (laughs) Jesus. Lando Norris. Oh, hang on. Lando Norris. Good result. I'm I'm pleased for McLaren, guys. I really am. I think it's great progress that they have here now. Now they gotta get some momentum. Two second positions. Let's keep this going. Let's get this over the line. Now, Spa coming up next week. They've got a good balance at medium. Uh, sorry, slow corners, medium speed corners, and high speed corners. They've got a very solid balance, which I think is very important for them. It's gonna be great to see what happens at Spa next weekend. I think it could be some fireworks. Um, Verstappen, well, unbelievable dominance. One by 33 seconds. Sweet Lord God. That's almost a half a lap, guys. I mean, they're, well, not almost a half a lap, but close enough. I mean, it's 18 seconds. Uh, sorry, one minute 18 seconds for a, a race. Was it a one minute 16? Uh, anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, just sheer dominance. Sheer fucking dominance. Now, it's going to be interesting to see what happens at, at Spa. Make no mistake, ladies, ladies about it. Jeez, I'm f- mumbling on my words. Make no mistake about it, ladies and gentlemen. Spa next weekend. I'll be back on Friday to preview Spa. This is special. Spa, Frankishamps. I raced here. I've won here. I know the track. This is like meeting God. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll leave it there. I'll see you Friday.